Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. This is Tom Short, so glad to have you along in this Monday morning, August 16th. We've been looking at the Holy Spirit and our relationship with the Holy Spirit, and this is so vital in our Christian life. And we've been talking in the past week about our relationship with the Spirit, how the Spirit comes to live in a person, according to John chapter 7, when we have faith, when we believe in Jesus Christ. In Ephesians chapter 1, 13 and 14, when we, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit, when we have when we believe the gospel of Jesus Christ, sealed until the day of redemption, he's not going to leave us. He lives in us always and forever. Now, there are three primary positive commands that we want to look at related to the Holy Spirit. There are a couple of negative ones. We saw one of them last week, do not grieve the Holy Spirit found in Ephesians chapter 4, and we know that, excuse me, Ephesians chapter, yeah, 4, we know that grieving the Spirit when we sin, when we expose the Holy Spirit to things that are unholy, it grieves the Spirit. But there are three positive commands that we want to be looking at over the next few days here, and the first one is found in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 18, where we read this, and do not be drunk, do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. It's an interesting verse, isn't it? Do not be drunk with wine, for that is dissipation. This word dissipation simply means a reckless waste. In other words, way back a long time ago, Paul said, don't get wasted. Don't waste your life. Don't waste it. Don't waste your time. Your life is valuable, so don't waste it. And don't get drunk with wine. Now, I've got to confess, I've got to acknowledge here, I've never been drunk. I'm not particularly interested in alcohol. I've never enjoyed it at all. I don't like it. I never have. I've never been drunk. But I've seen enough people who are drunk to realize something. How can you tell when you're drunk? When have you had too much? I realize that a sip of wine isn't going to make you drunk. A little swig of beer is not going to make you drunk. But... Somewhere you cross that line where you're drunk. How do you know? Well, you know you're drunk when the alcohol has taken control of you. Drunk people say things they wouldn't say otherwise. They do things they wouldn't do otherwise. Sometimes they even pick a fight with someone they have no business picking a fight with. Drunkenness, the alcohol takes control of you. And I think this gives a hint as to what it means to be filled with the Spirit. I think Paul is saying, let the Spirit control you. Not just a little bit of the Spirit, just like, you know, a little bit of alcohol won't cause you to be drunk. A little bit of the Spirit, a little bit of religion, a little bit of Christianity, a little bit of, oh, Jesus, I'll let you have Sunday morning in my life. I'll, I'll, I'll be a little bit committed. I'll be half-hearted or lukewarm. That's not, that's not being filled with the Spirit. Being filled with the Spirit means that you, shall we say, have enough of the Spirit that He controls you. Now, the Spirit isn't like, you know, a liquid that, you know, you can pour some of in and, and so on. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit's a person. He lives within you. But the concept is that you are yielded enough You've given enough control to the Holy Spirit that he does control your life. He does control. He's taken over. I believe that's what it means. And I picture myself, even though, like I said, the Spirit's not liquid, I picture myself 
I, I use liquid it helped me in my own meta as a metaphor my own image of what it would look like to be filled with the spirit and so I kind of picture you know one of those plastic models of like a human being with you know you can see the blood vessels and the bones and everything on the inside and it's the the plastic the skin is plastic it's like a scientific um uh, something you know that you can look at to see what the human body looks like on the inside and i picture that and i picture putting a hole in the top and pouring like some grape juice in and and I picture the grape juice in my mind symbolizing the Holy Spirit, the body, of course, symbolizing me. And I ask myself, how much juice do I want in me? And I put, do I want just a little bit so that it just gets down to my toes, my feet? Do I want to pour enough in that it gets up to my knees or my thighs, my waist? I want to pour enough of the Spirit in that he fills me from head to toe. He fills me from head to toe. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I believe that that metaphor, is, as I picture that in my mind, I encourage you to picture that in your mind, helps us understand what this means, to be filled with, controlled, every aspect of us, every bit of, our, every, every bit of who we are, our mind, our body, our soul, our heart, every bit of us coming under the control of the Holy Spirit, that we are filled. This means we don't hold areas back from him. This means we don't say, you know, Jesus, I'll follow you this far, but no further. Uh, Jesus, this, this area is off limits as far as I'm concerned. That you, you know, you can't touch that area. You can have this, but that belongs to me. It means that we are completely, totally surrendered to the Lord. My friends, this is where the power comes from. This is where the joy comes from. There's no joy in being half committed to Jesus. There's no joy in being only half surrendered to the Spirit of God. The joy and the power comes from being completely given to God. That's when we were filled. That's when we experience His closeness. That's when we experience His joy and His power. I picture being filled with the Spirit. I use the metaphor of the, of the um, liquid in, the, in the, you know, the plastic body, the see-through body. But I use another illustration that's helped me so much, and that is the illustration of a glove. Now, you're here listening on the podcast. You can't see, but I'm, I've got here a glove, all right? And the glove is pretty powerless. If I told the glove, for instance, to pick up this book, it would not be able to. The glove is, is powerless to do that. What can give the glove power? Well, you put the hand in the glove. You put the hand in the glove, and now the glove is as powerful as the hand in it. And you give the glove a command, go get that book, and it can do it. The glove becomes as powerful as the hand that is in it. And as we are filled with the Spirit... We who otherwise would be powerless in so many areas now have the power of God within us. Now, the power is there. The Spirit of God is in us. He comes in us at the point of salvation. But so many people are not filled with the Spirit or walking in the power of the Spirit because they've not yielded to Him. They've not given control to Him. 
So this morning, this is what I want to urge you to do. Have you ever really given control of your life to the Lord? Have you ever really yielded to him fully? Are there areas off limits to God? Are there areas where you say, I'm keeping that. You can have this, that, and the other, but not not these private areas of my life. My friend, if that's the case, it's most likely what's holding you back from greater joy, greater power, and greater victory in your life that can come from the Holy Spirit. Can I assure you, God doesn't ruin our life when we give him full control. I mean, what kind of what kind of view of God do we have that somehow we say he loves us, but if I give him full control of every area of my life, he's going to ruin me? No, no, that's not how it works. Our God, when we give him full, complete, absolute control of our lives in every single area, he blesses us. Now, there might be some pain at first, especially if we've got to yield up some idols And especially if God's got to do some heart surgery that we're attached to things that really are harmful to us. But believe me, as uh, just like a a surgery that God might, a surgery that a surgeon perform may be hurtful at first, but it's all designed to bring healing and to take care of and get rid of disease within us that could be deadly. Likewise, when we give full control to God, Sometimes it might, there might be some pain involved, but what's, involved, what's really involved is God's getting rid of the disease, the idols that will enable us to be powerful, that will enable us to have the power of God really flowing through us, living in us, enabling us to rise above every challenge, every circumstance, every trial, enabling us to love those who are unlovable, enabling us to rejoice even in the most difficult circumstances, enabling us to be people who prevail who rather than being overcome by evil, we overcome evil with good, making us into men and women we're not, enable us to do things we could never do without the power of God within us, in our attitudes, our relationships, our words, our deeds. This is the life God calls us to. Be filled with the Spirit, not alcohol, not wine. Let the Spirit have control, not just a little bit, but full control, so that in the power of the Spirit, you might say things you'd never say otherwise. You might do things you'd never do otherwise. You might even go pick a fight with the devil and win in ways that you never would have done otherwise. Today, if you've never, I'd I'd like to lead us in a prayer of commitment to the Lord. And I pray that you will pray along with me. This idea of being filled with the Spirit, by the way, understand it begins with a decision, a choice, but it's a choice that we need to reaffirm day in and day out, day by day, minute by minute. We start with the time, maybe a crisis event, or maybe today, maybe this is not a crisis, but you've never done this. And so it's a time of an an initial event, an initial time in which we surrender fully, completely to the Holy Spirit. But then it's something that we continue day in and day out. I surrender to the Spirit regularly. I just ask, I say, Lord, fill me. Before before every every one of these live streams, I'm praying, Lord, fill me with your Spirit. Just take control right now. 
fill me, fill my mouth, fill my heart, my mind. Just take control right now of me. I pray it initially, and I pray it over and over and over again. Are you ready? Let's join with me. And this, I urge you to join me in this prayer. Father in heaven, I willingly offer myself to you as a living and holy sacrifice. I offer to you my mind. Might it be fixed on the things above? Might it be filled with the thoughts that come from you? Thank you. You've given me the very mind of Christ. I offer you my body, my hands, my feet, my eyes, my ears, my mouth, every bit of my body, every bit, every member of my body. I offer to you as a living, holy sacrifice. See through my eyes, hear through my ears, speak through my mouth, serve through my hands, walk through my feet. I just pray every bit of my body would be holy and totally, completely devoted to you. I pray, Father, today I don't want to hold back any area. I don't want to hold back any area of commitment. I believe you love me. I believe your will for me is good and acceptable and perfect. I believe that the, the life, the best life possible would be a life completely submitted to you. Oh, Father, help me to realize if I'm lacking joy, am I only 50%, 70%, 80%, 90% submitted to you? Is this why I'm lacking the, the power, the victory, the joy that you, you promised me? I want to be all the way, Lord. I want to be fully committed. And so today, I yield myself to you. I yield my will to you. I yield my plans, my ambitions, my reputation. I just give it all to you, Lord. And I thank you that you have a plan for me that is far, far superior to anything that the world would offer or anything I could come up with on my own. So I want to be this way. Father, lead me in your paths. Lead me in your way. Let your spirit take control. I pray your spirit would fill me completely like that hand in the glove like the juice filling the, the, the body, Lord, every bit of me. I pray there would be nothing withheld. And give me your power and your grace and your love. Fill me with your joy, your peace, your patience, your kindness, your goodness, your gentleness, your self-control. Fill me, oh God, with who you are. Fill me with who you are. Live your life in me by your Holy Spirit, I pray. And I mean this, Father. And this is my prayer to you. And I pray, Father, that I would renew this prayer day in, day out, minute by minute. When times of testing come, when I'm tempted to take, take, retake control of my life, remind me, I'm yours. I've been bought with a price. The very blood of Jesus Christ, you, you, I belong to you. Your spirit has come to live in me. Might I live in the fullness of all you have for me. I pray this today, and I bless you, and I love you, and I thank you in Jesus' name. Blessings to you. Amen and amen. Amen. Hey, what a wonderful prayer. I hope you prayed that with me. If you did, especially if it's your first time, drop me a note, Tom at Tom the Preacher, or leave a comment in the sections below. Uh, this is where freedom is. Freedom is found in complete submission to God. Freedom is not found in rebelling, rebelling against God. It's found in complete submission to God. 
Do not be drunk with wine. That's a waste. Be filled with the Spirit. That's making your life count both now and forever. We want to be people walking in the power of the Spirit. Amen. Hey, I hope you, if you're new this new to this video, I hope you join us every single morning. We've got more commands related to the Holy Spirit we'll be seeing in the next few days. And tomorrow we're going to talk about a very specific thing you can do also to be filled with the Spirit, part two. I hope you share this video. There's a lot of people who could benefit by hearing what we've just talked about. A lot of people. You can copy the link and email it to friends. You can post on your social media, put it on your Twitter, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever. Encourage people to come join us on this day-by-day journey as we're in the Word of God. We believe getting in the Word every day will change our lives. I believe today's message can have a massive impact on many people's lives. Okay? So God bless you, fill you with His peace, fill you with His Spirit. Might you have a wonderful and blessed day, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Until then, God bless you. Bye-bye.